0: Ah, folks, Barson here. This is a podcast for grown-ups, so any of you tender-eared young'uns out there, perhaps consult with your folks or the episode description to see if this episode's right for you. But Sparkalonius is always right for you. He's a good boy, and doesn't say any of those bad words, so maybe just skip to all of the Sparkalonius parts and buy his merch.
1: Barson!
2: Anyway, hey everybody, and welcome back to Dungeons, Drivens, and Dice—a wider world—and we're finally into Dungeons and Dragons. My name is M, and I am playing Haribo Tamagachi, traveler not from this area. He is an artificer. Got to remember all the little bits about him. He's an artificer uh, and a changeling that uh, sort of sits around as like a half-elf because he noticed that looking like a human was not doing him well. So he pointed his ears, and that—that that was that. Now he gets treated a little bit better. Other than that, fun fact of the week for Haribo Tamagotchi. um, It's always hard coming up with the fun fact. Roll a question for you. Yeah, roll a question for me.
0: the book. Let's see. Okay. Here is the question for the table. What knowledge or skill does your character have that no one else does? Do they understand that this is special?
2: Ooh, uh, hmm. my character has hmm. quite a bit of knowledge that he is fairly certain that no one else has. In that he is from, uh, not Faerun. Uh I guess this would be a fun fact and a time to talk about him. Haribo is from, like, the third ring of Saturn. So he has quite a lot of knowledge. From Spain. He's done a lot of travel uh, in space and has only ended up here recently. He can't leave here. So this is like not necessarily by choice that he's here. But I do think that like, I guess I'm thinking from like M's point of view that like that is a lot of secretive knowledge that not a lot of people around me possess. Yeah, I do keep it close to the chest, though. I'm not like walking around telling everyone. I feel like that as a person from not here would co- could cause troubles. So I've kept that one on the, the DL as for the most part. That's Haribo. As
1: the kids would say.
3: As the kids would say. Hello, and my name is Lawrence. I play the wonderful bard, Sparkolonius. As an inverse to
2: your character, uh, you know, my character has songs about how uh, I came from the sky. But Sparkolonius doesn't really know that he came from space. He was too young to really understand. As far as a special skill, Sparkolonius has a lot of special skills, but... I think the number one thing that he keeps typed to the chest, he has a favorite texture. He doesn't, he doesn't eat a lot of food, you know, because he doesn't eat normal food. He has a favorite texture, and that is wood carving. I don't think we explicitly brought that up in the last set. Um, so Sparkalonius, he can really enjoy these things as before he destroys them. And, you know, no one can really get rid of a wood carving quite like Sparkalonius. He can turn it into a ball, a little tiny little pellet, and, and who knows nothing. what happens to that pellet? Do you get? Do you, Gross. I guess about your eating. Do you get more than just sustenance? Do you get like? Do you get any sort of like psychic connection to the things you're eating? No, no, okay. no. Just okay. like you know, dopamine. I just like it. Cool, cool, cool. I yeah, enjoy you know like it. a like a like a nice carved duck. That's like a steak dinner to sparkle, oh. which is confusing. I was going to say a carved sentence. duck is a nice dinner, but you don't mean <laughs> like it's human. A, it's a confusing duck.
3: sentence. He's a confusing character you know he's very very deep you know all musicians are like that
2: <laughs> does sparklonius have a uh have a preferred wood cherry interestingly enough okay. it's the hard Harder it's the wood. hardness it's like a it's like a gobstopper it lasts you for a while he likes crunching on like full-on crunching a uh jo- a jawbreaker sparklonius got- has never crunched in his life sure <laughs> there's no <laughs> bones in tea. there no bones no about it
1: i guess you could crush pebbles together like his eyeballs mm pretend he could make teeth that'd be upsetting
2: he could make um, teeth they wouldn't last long but he could <laughs> sparkolonius's visage is already strange enough do we really want to keep adding things i feel like this is going to already be the we we got, this the is most. the third session i feel like let him develop as a person metal. before we start changing his appearance i feel like his physiology is going to be the thing we belabor the most throughout this campaign and i already do have another question is that is can you control the placement of the things inside your body after you've eaten them
3: after I've eaten them, so I like, assume
2: I just kind of like
3: pop them out. Like
2: you have a pot, right? We've discussed how you have a pot. Can yep. you move that that's pot my like up into your head and down into your foot and over into your arm? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think okay. if it's, I think if it's, um, not something that I'm actively eating, you know, I think that can just kind of go wherever. Love it. I feel Is like it, eating. I have it... to have, like, I have to keep that a little bit closer to the chest.
1: Does that move fast or slow when you Pretty move slow. the pot? Oh, that's so much worse than if it was fast.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could probably make it fast, but like most of the time, it's just kind of floating around. So we're Good. thinking like lava lamp speeds. Yeah, in there kinda? yeah, it's a lava lamp. Oh okay. no,
1: he's a lava lamp. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is so much cooler
3: than I could have imagined. Good old Sparkaloonius, he's a pot lava
0: lamp. Now I'm imagining that you're sort of like um like those squishy things um that you get at museum gift shops oh. that like slide through your hands. <laughs> the, the insides of those.
1: Oh um, yeah, there's like yep. little beads, like little They're like animals. It's like glitter
0: and and um, and goop, basically. Nope, just a pot. Just a pot. <laughs>
1: oh, Icky. All right. Well, my name is Grace Stringer, and I play Marjorie Richback, who is a shifter necromancer. And well, so the question is, one thing I can do better than everybody else, or that piece of I knowledge I think that
2: it? you have that's
1: of knowledge oh knowledge I was going to talk about my undead ferret but yeah.
2: tell us about your undead ferret
1: well his name is Scarf and he's no one really knows how long he's been alive because I just keep making him come back um, he's my buddy uh, so I, I guess I know terrible spells not actually but in theory we don't know how old the, 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 the ferret is no one knows That's part of the mystery I don't know I have any knowledge cuz I'm still learning how to be a necromancer.
2: Was he yeah. Was he gifted to you as an undead ferret already?
1: I found him in the trash <laughs> when I was an urchin.
2: <laughs> him in the trash or his corpse?
1: Uh him, he was alive. Okay, he it. was alive. So yes, I found him in the trash when I was an urchin mode and he's been with me. Where do you, Where do
0: you keep scarf like on your person? Where where is scarf when you're wandering around town?
1: Well, depending on the city and like their view of vermin, um, usually either draped over the shoulders, obvi, or I have like a little pouch on my belt. Like oh, little... like a furret shawl? Yeah, but he's alive. But he's, he, he sure? Unalive. Um, well. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> he's alive, but, or he keeps, he lives in a little pouch at my belt. and just gave Ouch, a little right. okay. his name, Scraps? Mm-hmm scarf scarf
2: and then we that want to good. uh for name. as a as a table we would like to extend a, a great uh warm greeting to a new member here at the dungeons drive and dice table mike welcome on in good to have you thank you very much as you said my
4: name is mike and i'm playing a dwarven fighter named thaddeus offboot uh thaddeus is a soldier by trade and is as soldiers may stereotypically sometimes be simple by nature. He is tall for a dwarf, as he comes from the mountain dwarves, and so he's a whopping five-foot-one, which he gloats about to other dwarves. And the piece of knowledge that others might not know is that other dwarves consider him to be quite chatty, although those who are not
2: dwarves might not know that. They're a mountain among mountain dwarves. Yes, indeed. I love it. I love it
1: mike actually got the question he nailed it
2: (laughs) i can follow simple instructions it's good (laughs) well (laughs) none of the rest of us can nope nope
1: we struggle with questions
2: (laughs) i see a rule and i immediately forget it
0: All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Gabe Stringer, our uh, erstwhile game master, uh, here to bring us not fun facts, but recaps. When last we met our characters, I think the entirety of last session can be summed up by we had like two conversations and then we went to bed. Sure. That was um, a five-footer. We were at the, 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 the Sundown Showdown 2. Um, part one. Part one. And the village guard came flying through the bay window, and uh, that was our way to introduce uh, Wilhelm Fella, a sleepy little guy who was disturbed in his rest and his guardian angel threw that disturbance through a window. We quickly befriended and uh, uh, eased tensions around Mr. Fella, and he invited us to meet with him at a second location uh, to discuss his problems. And it turns out that his problems more or less involve the fact that his dreams have led him to this town, uh, and he's not entirely sure why. Uh, we agreed to look into it more without making any sort of firm commitments to him, uh, and we said that tomorrow we're going to uh, go and talk to Lord Ungar Thorne and see if he knows anything that could be useful in our uh, in our little investigation here would
2: um, you be able to give us a la- oh no keep going i'll ask after
0: no go okay uh well the last thing the last thing that happened is that we we went to sleep and that we're about to do a a dream sequence so i think now actually is the time for questions perfect
2: perfect before the dream sequence the dream sequence we've heard about from wilhelm fella the notes i have in it are he dreamed of a big hole it was bad he didn't get good feelings from this hole. Uh, a skeletal paladin and i don't recall did he give us any did he like have any other little dreamy details the in the mountains i think uh, was one of them
0: em, em, the big one
2: go ahead oh no i want to know what you remember <sighs> before i <laughs> um embracing embracing the force Versus defending against the force, right? Two different sides of this. We don't want him to have the force. I don't think anybody should have the force. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wants to embrace or discover, and we don't want him to embrace. No. And And he he doesn't really wanted to to make a deal
1: with us. He really wanted to make a deal and shake our hand.
2: He wanted to. He kept using the word contract, compact. I think compact. I don't know if that's different, but what is
1: what is a compact besides like in purse? It's a
2: very small car. True, true. Maybe he wanted to make a small yes. car with us. <laughs> Only you oh, would no. know that. Oh, Only no. you would know that, Tamagotchi. You don't, I don't know what a car is. True, true. And I, I, never I scratch will. my chin and say, I don't think he wants a car.
0: Do <laughs> do love the idea that Tamagotchi's notes do include a drawing of a car and a question. Uh, really quick, so Ungar is the lord? Yes. What's the name of the wizard? Uh, mundane? Mundane. That's why I didn't remember it. Mundane. I think I, I, I spelled it M O U N D A I N E, so it could be like mundane, but I'm not going to pronounce it that way.
2: I didn't that, that way we have in my notes. Me and the wizard, and it's because I call him mundane for sure. <laughs> he can tell I'm spelling it that way. <laughs> well, that was all I had. Uh, we
3: we're going to really go to did. the Lord together. That's the last thing I have written. <laughs>
2: yes we were heading to the the lord uh but three
0: hours first in the guest room the only other thing the the only other thing from the dream sequence worth mentioning uh i think he said a ruined fortress on a mountainside
2: yes that is very important oh also the dream sequence we're going into is marjorie's dream sequence that is correct
0: yeah we're gonna we're dropping into it from marjorie's perspective in three two now Marjorie... Marjorie, it's dark, and you're in a nest. Uh, you're sitting in uh, a big nest. You're still a person, sort of hunched down, as if you're a baby bird sitting in this nest.
3: Just a good sentence you're, there. You're still a person.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> you in this nest are in an immense, at least by your standards, pine tree, uh, overlooking a vast forest. You hear the rush of air through tattered wings as a decrepit vulture-like bird lands next to uh next to the nest um it turns towards you and you see that it has the body of a vulture and the head of a ferret
2: Uh. (laughs) oh my boy (laughs) not my boy
0: the the scarf vulture sidesteps over to you uh as as the bird do It fixes you with large yellow eyes featuring square pupils, and it says, uh, It's been a while, my child. Don't tell me you don't recognize me. And you do recognize him. This is the unpleasant way that your deity manifests. Uh, You have only seen him exactly the one other time when you, like, officially became a cleric uh, of Velsharun. But now tonight, you find yourself in his nasty nest. And here he is, speaking to you from the head of your own ferret.
1: My lord, what, what, brings, what brings you here in my dream, in my, in, my, in my noggin?
0: All my disciples are tasked with spreading themselves across the land in search of items and forgotten lore that could be of use to me. And them but mostly me you in your casting have found deeper waters than you may know something here draws my interest to you look down and you look down and suddenly below you you see at the base of this huge tree that you're in a large clearing and in this clearing you see huge blocks of ruined stone some of them some of them cracked many of them covered in moss uh, arranged in a rough square, but really it, this this structure is falling apart enough that its original purpose is hard to decipher. The only well-constructed portion of this that remains is at the center of this square. There is a series of uh, a series of stone steps leading down into darkness.
1: Is it a large square like it was once, like a castle, or is this like a house or? cottage? Mm, I
0: would say closer to McMansion. castle, but castles aren't square. Like a McMansion. Uh, this is a big building. This was a big building, but it's not a castle. <laughs> Got Like it. a forge. All right.
1: Okay, alright. Okay. Um, and there's just stairs leading down.
0: Stairs leading down into darkness and Velsharoon says down there. Find that for me. Place my sigil on it and claim it in my name
1: find what the down in the stairs what what can you be more specific as to what it is
0: no
2: <laughs> and then
0: the dream's over
2: places places sigil on <laughs> stairs walks
3: away
1: <laughs> <laughs> craze <Jack.
2: laughs> be bell <laughs> thanks for the easy dub god
1: <laughs> i do have one last question about the dream Please. Because my brain just—I fo- was—I was listening. My brain was focusing on that. Was I proportionately in a giant nest, or was it like normal size that I was kind of, my butt was just in the nest.
0: <laughs> no, proportionally, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I do love that. I do. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> What's up, Bell? <laughs> just, just like as if you're stuck inside of a like a tire swing, but it's a nest um well, but no, like, vulture no this nests was...
1: that size so i'm like i was like a little egg chilling
0: you were proportional but- yes this was a big this was to your estimation a big ferret-headed vulture
1: gross okay
0: okay but you wake up you're awake you're in um the spare room of haribo tamagotchi's yurt if i remember correctly what's this look like tamagotchi
1: uh the spare room. And it's not weird. The spare he made room it clear it's, not, it's weird, not weird. And I
2: made that so hey, as the clear. first
0: person as the first person to bring it up this session, you're making it weird.
2: I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh it's more of a quote unquote spare room in that it is uh the living room of the yurt. It has a, a pull-out couch and this you know like they do in like hotels where you can like open the wall and pull a shutter to like section the room off. My living room... Actually, my whole house has, like, a bunch of these, so I can, like, rearrange the rooms in my house. Uh, so I set you up uh, with the the fold-out bed a- at night, and then I pull that shutter, so you have, like, a private room. Uh, and then Tamagotchi the morning,
3: truly is a top-tier engineer because people at hotels can't even get those things to
2: work. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't
1: even know those things existed.
2: Yeah, they're for, like, giant convention-style rooms, but he has them for his small room. And, yeah, I think... I mean, the inside of Haribo's hut, the, the, the furniture is all hand built by his own hand. The walls mostly are also built by his own hand. Like most of this was just like a shell when he arrived. So he had to build all of this in here. Um, is it
0: is it neat and orderly? Does it have like weird chemical smells? Like, do you do work inside of the inside of the yurt? Um, um No, like, mostly I do that work it, in
2: the outside, the little outside area. It's neat, but there's lots of like random wires running at angles to make sure that these things work smoothly. So like every now and then you have to like duck out of the way of a wire that Haribo just like has tried to move, but it has to be there for this whole thing to run super smoothly. So he lives in a little bit of like dodging wires here and there to get through, but it's comfortable. It's 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 light.
0: It works. So don't touch it. I completed that uh... task On to another one yep I have very <laughs> I can very much empathize with that that sentiment okay I think we're gonna move on we can talk about breakfast in the yard if we want to but you know we can also move forward and call it uh, call it 10 a.m call it 10 3 a.m. whenever we decide that we would reconvene in the square
2: yeah, I think breakfast is quick. Like you wake up to the sound of like potatoes frying in a pan, right? And so there's like a little bit, like a little oh, wow. egg and breakfast burrito that I split, you know, like I split all of the portion into into two plates and we enjoy a light breakfast on the way out the door. Easy. Uh, and on our way to meet up with Sparkalonius before we head to the Lord's Manor.
1: What a good host.
0: Yeah. Sparkolonius, you, uh, I guess, break the news to Barson that you're not leaving this morning. In fact, that you're staying longer than he had anticipated.
3: Yeah, Barson, um, so here's the thing. Uh, I've got a different kind of gig going on, you see. Gonna go figure out what's up with that chap from the window last night. Not the one that went through the window, but the one that fixed it afterwards. So that's where we're going today, boss, and come with me to the square.
1: Oh, uh, well,
0: okay, boss, um, I don't see how this is gonna make us any money. Mm. Uh, hotel rooms cost, cost coin and all that, but, Well, you see, right. I've
3: already I- made some money off of this. I've already made a little bit of money, so, I think, if my business right. sense
0: is right, we might be able to make some more. As, as your manager, I, I I think I have to agree until mm. I don't have any money. So, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Lead the way, boss.
3: Thank you, boss. And then we go All to right. the square. Uh, Barson doesn't get to sit down, and Sparklonius is sitting on the fountain. Signing autographs, maybe. Whenever people approach.
0: it's a, I wouldn't say it's a steady stream, but it's whatever one grade lower than a steady stream. I guess an unsteady stream of uh of townsfolk coming by to get uh various things not a ton of like loose scrap paper so it is uh like cookbooks and almanacs and things that you're signing for them you know a, a news scroll from a few years back <laughs> so the three of you uh meet up and you head to the lord's manor uh, the like the quote-unquote essential functions of government in this town are behind one additional palisade wall that separates uh, the grain storage, the barracks, and the lord's manor from the rest of the town. Extra protection and such. The the barracks stand to the to the left, mostly empty, and I don't know about its level of cleanliness. I'll have to ask one of the occupants in a moment. And the granary looks. Uh, spick and span. Well, well-maintained. The manor... I don't know, the, the only interesting thing, really, about the manor, beyond its, uh, beyond its construction, you know, it's, uh, built of, built of stone with, with decorative little statuary on the, uh, on the windowsills and on the uh, the edges and the trimmings of the, the roof. Um, more stonework than woodwork on this one. Um, and lots and lots of smoke coming up out of the, out of the central chimney you enter the the lord's manor and are immediately confronted with a few things first thing it's hot in here and second it is smoky because the lord of this town uh has taken up blacksmithing in a fairly serious way and the great hall of the lord's manor has been converted into a fully functioning smithy there is anvils and forges and all the different accoutrements that you need to make a first-class set of uh, pitchforks or chainmail or whatever it is that you want to make out of metal, um, and sitting in a chair that glides smoothly from uh, from spot to spot within this uh, within this forge setup is Lord Ungar Thorn. Lord Ungar Thorn sits in a in a mechanized chair. Uh, he is. Bald, he is. Um, he is wrapped in, in blankets, except for his one huge arm. He sort of reminds you of a fiddler crab, because he's got uh, he's got the one the one big arm that swings the hammer. And he in his chair, he goes from from spot to spot, moving things around and uh, and and ironing uh, thing, ironing the metal out and, and such with uh, with the hammer. Uh, he's currently, um, doing some tweaks, uh, he's got some, he's got a, a set of plate in a vise, and he's, like, got pincers on it, and he's sort of applying minor tweaks to get it shaped the way that he would like. Um, Uh, as we enter, I
2: shoot up a hand, I say, uh, Lord Thorn, it's wonderful to, uh, catch you today, how is the, the chair treating you?
0: he uh he turns in recognition and like dials down the uh the roar of the furnace so that it sort of is just like cut off and muted um he says ah tamagotchi it's working uh it's working mighty pleasant i, I must say the uh the the mechanized tracks that we put into the floor were well worth it despite my uh my butler's protestations he uh, he hits a he hits a switch and the chair swivels towards you and and glides up to uh, where you've uh, where you've assembled.
2: Shake his uh, hand, near... friendly,
0: warmly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: It's a, a a firm handshake. That is blacksmithing hand that he uses to also shake hands.
0: It's it's just the one hand. He's got it. He's one hand for all all things. Got it. Uh, I don't have anywhere for you to sit. This is a, a working a working entryway. So, uh, what what can I what can I do you for? If you if you're looking for for more tinkering work, I don't have any right now. It's uh it's almost horseshoe season.
2: Ah uh, no, uh I needed to come by the mana for uh, a problem that uh, we 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 sort of that it has been drummed up uh, as of last night. Uh, stranger in town. Some strange dealings, me and my my two compatriots here, uh, Marjorie and I motioned to Marjorie and Spakolonius, the the bard you may have heard.
3: Strange of dealings indeed, mm. stranger than me even. Hmm.
2: And he is that saying something? one indeed, indeed. Um, I was wondering if we might binge your ear for a for a time to to discuss these dealings, see if you uh, might know or where we could start in helping uh, this traveler.
3: And of course, Mm. you are such a very busy lord, so in lieu of some of your time, perhaps I could offer you a song in exchange.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that sounds... Does
3: he like song?
0: He likes song. Here,
3: here (laughs) here, Here comes this one, all right blacksmithing he's gonna make a sword blacksmithing ungar such a noble lord blacksmithing
0: for a shield you'll need a board that was that he claps uh and by <laughs> that i mean he, he he uh slaps his chair rhythmically um does not
2: understand how you're able to do that and it's blown away every time
0: i need to oh horrible Harbo side job, side job for you. We have to figure out how to record that. I need that playing in here. What's a recording? All the time.
2: I might be able to get that done. If you could get me a little bit of uh, extra copper, I could turn into wire. I might be
0: able to. Uh, I
3: don't know what that is either. You,
0: okay. It's blacksmithing I about, language. I don't I really, I don't really screens. expect you to, I don't expect you to follow, but you will appreciate the, the project when it's, when it's complete. Uh, i planned we'll that I, I could see it in my mind now is a full sort of he-man sword transformation sequence backed by it with a hammer and like it glows. It it's gonna be really cool this is this is my new arc for for now anyway uh, who I'd, needs horseshoes? I'd <laughs> love
2: to help you uh getting a recording device in place where we could record Sparkalonius's wonderful voice but we had some trouble last night, a stranger in town. He's had some strange dreams about uh, the nearby area. He's been driven here by them, and uh, none of them seem to jump out to me, but you've been in this area far longer than myself, and I'm curious if uh, any of uh, them would lead you to uh, a, a place we might be able to check out in the nearby mountains.
1: Wow.
0: This is the uh, the the young lad who caused the kerfuffle down at at the at Sylvana's. Yes. Oh.
3: Uh, yes, with the giant floating shape with the cudgel. That's a hard word for me to say, cudgel.
0: Indeed. It Sounds good when
2: you say it, though. Not so in control of his own powers, it seems at the moment.
0: I do think that that young man probably needs some help. But do you, do, what what do you know of his of his of these dreams of his, is there, do we have anything to go on?
2: Indeed, uh, he, he spoke of, uh, a a ruined fortress in, 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 in a mountainside, uh, in a mountainous area, uh, maybe up a, a mountain path, or, or, um, I guess the surroundings were mountain, I don't want to fill in the blanks, but, they spoke of a of a large dark hole and some skeleton skeletons we'll find I- I- anywhere. But um, curious if uh, any sort of old ruined fortresses in these mounds. I know it's not a great starting point, but it's really all we have.
0: I can't say that I'm not familiar with uh, with the various ruins here hereabouts in this parts of the parts of the country. My family has been. In these mountains, in these valleys, for generations, I I do know a thing or three about about the various things out there, uh. But I will say, I will say as I'm looking at you. Can I can I be honest with you for a second?
2: Pop my my overall bands. Yes, indeed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think you can hack it. I, well, that
2: seems kind of rude. <laughs>
3: Holy shit! It's getting real.
0: Ouch! I I have every uh, estimation of you in your little fiddly metal tinkering skills. God damn! All right. But getting out there and swinging a sword and hitting things with a with a stick, I think the things are gonna hit you harder than you're gonna hit them.
2: Hold up, uh, my trusty ball peen hammer that I use as a weapon.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You I can take, go cobble I can some shoes with that two. little buddy.
3: All right. Well, damn. Well, anyway. I can't really help you with sending a harder hit, but Boston, you can really take. Boston's take some some of the hardest hits I've ever seen. You beat your little butler? <laughs> no, I never do anything. No, not me. You know, just things happen. Life, life. He's like that.
0: Farson is the person. kind of. Farson is the kind to sort of self-inflict psychic damage just all the time. Oh, poor guy. Okay. okay. Ah. in in that regard, uh, I do I do have a problem that I think, if you, if you can handle this, then I I'll tell you what I know about mountain ruins and all of that. I'll even throw in a. I'll even throw in a, a, a purported dragon's burial ground while I'm at it. You know, that sounds far
3: too
2: dangerous.
0: Uh, I think
3: of the songs I could write about that. Oh my god!
0: See, so you think of the songs he could write about that. Oh my god! It's definitely not because the. I only have three guards, and I can't. I can't justify sending them out to do things. Uh, they have to all be here.
3: You're protect, going to send three guards to write a song
0: about a dragon's corpse? Mm. They might, you know, they might be better at that than actually dealing with it. Uh, I maybe. They should lack... call you Ungar
3: the uh the Forge because your insults so hot. Hmm. Mm.
2: Spitting fire. because of over the whole there.
3: blacksmith thing. Uh, I'm, unrelated.
2: I might request just a touch of, uh, of assistance, if you could give it. There seems to be this spellcaster, I say with lightweight, uh, seems to, uh, have a, a rather, uh, powerful backing. And, uh, I am nervous, uh, I, I feel nervous about a lot of this, um, and I'm curious if, uh, maybe not a guard but if you did have anyone in town you could suggest to us to uh aid us in this manner
0: i mean it's not not going to be a guard it is going to be it, it's going to be a guard
1: uh, uh just being guy a little just shy- being a whole a little homestead
2: just being a little shaste earlier i and i understand all right all right
0: well i do here's the thing is that i can't i cannot justify sending one guard but only one guard actually wants to go out into the world and do things and, like, not just protect the town, you know? Like, there's a there's a difference between, like, being a guard and being an adventurer. And this guy, he sort of wants to split the difference there. Proactive um,
3: approach. <laughs> protecting the town. You mm-hmm. kill mm-hmm. those bandits before they get Stop into the town. Stop getting to the town, yeah. You're still defending yeah. the town. Yeah, you hit them where they live.
2: Your assault force. Yes, we could- we could use your assault force.
3: So you want us to break into a bandit's house? This is the job. Yes. Sorry, I've been writing a song, I'm not paying attention.
0: <laughs> You've been following along perfectly. And he, um... now he just calls out, he says, uh, uh, Thaddeus, could you, uh, could you come in here for a moment? Yes, my
4: lord. What can and, I do you uh, for?
0: In, uh, in comes Thaddeus. Can we yeah. get like a, a brief description of just like his overall bearing or outfit or, or how he carries himself? Uh,
4: yes, he's dressed in he's dressed like the rest of the town guard in not the nicest of chainmail, but there is chainmail. He's got an insignia on his shoulder. He carries a very large hammer with two axes on his waist. And he carries himself like a soldier, very okay. square shouldered and upright and looking just a little bit pissed off all the time.
2: When he enters, I put down my small hammer. Don't worry,
3: it's not a competition. It's not a
0: competition. Point proven. Everyone, this is uh, this is Thaddeus of Cooch. He's Hello. Afternoon. Is our, our sergeant at arms, generally in charge of uh whipping the whipping the troops one, two, just plural troops, uh into shape. But they there have been some complaints about how uh rigorous he can occasionally be. So birds and stones, right? It's isn't this synchronous? Uh Thaddeus, <laughs> you get to go with them. Your job, uh now here I gotta tell you the job. Mm. <laughs> er. That would be great
1: admits in this conversation uh, we're getting the job <laughs> he keeps
0: he he keeps looking over at the forge he's he's clearly not used to having a conversation distract him from his work this long they so the job I I we, we don't get that many merchants but we do have some essentials that have to come by wagon by merchant um, in order for us as a town to continue to uh, to exist and Recently, in the past few, few months, our, our merchants and travelers on the, on the North Road have been harried by, um, you might call them nuisance humanoids. Uh, goblins and kobolds and little, little bandity fellas.
2: I've dealt with many of the uh, goblins nearby recently.
0: Mm-hmm. Good, good. Then you'll probably know, uh, where to start. Uh, um. Probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. I don't particularly uh, care how you how you get it done. If you can uh, if you can find a, a chief or something and make peace with them, that's good. If you can bribe them with a shiny rock, that's also good. If you just burn their house down, that's also good. I just we can't have uh, we can't have little guys uh, assaulting the merchants because the merchants can't afford guards. I guess.
3: Indeed, indeed.
2: indeed. Be off with you.
3: Oh, oh, shit. All right. (laughs) All right, then. Goodbye.
1: Is there a pay? Are we going to get paid? uh,
3: No. Yes. Also, it's a
1: job, right? Also (laughs) money,
0: not just ruin information. What a treat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. You can have you can have money or I can I can give you a freebie from the from he gestures vaguely at the forge. You know, you can get a thing. I'm
2: sure we can work Mm -hmm. together on on something.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll take
3: money, right, Barson? Barson uh, yeah. likes no, money. Of course.
0: <laughs> we're, we're, Barson. Barson. We're, taking, we're taking money. I always forget that I, too, am Barson. Uh,
3: <laughs> That's all right, Barson. Thank you. Uh,
0: I, sort of, I sort of picture Barson as like an inflatable guy who really only exists when we call upon him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, so... Side idea that we might have dealing with this situation: What if we get the little men to get hired by the merchants, and then we have the little men just fight amongst themselves, and the merchants go straight on through?
2: We could broker a deal between the merchants and the the the, the what did he call them? The nuisance humanoids of the the woods in between to. Uh... Sort of
3: yeah, I've, I've not I've not spoken with very many goblins, but um, you know, I think it's worth a shot. Get them out there doing things other than harrying merchants, uh, and instead they can just harry each other.
2: I agree. Uh, goblins and and kobolds tend to start off aggressive, but they are still able to communicate and i think if we we offer them a good enough deal that maybe we could stop them from attacking
3: what say you soldier man what do you think we should do Uh, my
4: dealings with the outlier small folk have not been pleasant i am not perhaps in the best position to negotiate with them
0: Mm.
1: yeah and tamagashi did like slingshot one of them or
3: was it lethal I don't recall.
2: I don't, think, I don't think recently I executed any of them, but I did scare them all from oh, attacking the... the, the your, don't
3: your like own that phrasing man. recently.
2: I guess we have actually <laughs> seen our own uh, uh, examples of this recently. With
3: well, the I'm not our, going to go in there myself, so it seems like we need to come up with a different plan. Because I don't think either of you will like... They, I don't think they'll like to talk to you, frankly. Doesn't seem like either of you've had a good time in the past with them. No, I do have not so some much
2: decent relationships with them.
0: You did invite them to tea, indeed. After indeed. shooting them with your slingshot,
2: indeed, I scared scared them off from the attack. But that doesn't mean that uh, they they have come by for tea before. Not not. Like every goblin, of course, but I, I have had a number of goblins, kobolds, and the the random nuisance humanoids of the forest by for tea in the past. Uh, they are civilized enough to have conversation. If I mean they're attacking a merchant caravan, I, I'm showing up. They may know me, but uh, there, there's balances, checks and balances to it all. I think
3: anyone anyone speak goblin? <laughs> I only speak orc. No. <laughs> What about okay, so. What about you, Barson? Any goblin in there? Any <laughs> goblin in the Mugren? Nope. All right. Damn. Um, almost.
1: Maybe, well, maybe our, what was the dream guy's name? Wilhelm. Wilhelm.
3: Yeah, maybe, maybe we Wil- could go pop by the wizard, talk to Wilhelm and see if he's, you know, he had his own little side quest. Let's abandon this current side quest and go join up on someone else's side quest. See how Wilhelm did
2: with his conversation with the wizard? Um, Let's
3: just take this soldier along with us as long as we can and keep him from his duties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, we to get information, and instead, given a job and a henchman to... or a compa- a friend.
0: I
2: don't hench.
0: Companion. I don't hench. A
1: companion. He
0: doesn't work for you.
2: Uh no definitely we were given a companion we were definitely sent there for info in order to get that info we have to stop the banditry on the road to the north uh so I mean we could go meet up with Wilhelm and tell him and ask what he got and if he got some info that points us in a direction we could do that or we could take care of the banditry I think there's still options
3: Um, I think in order to be kind to our friend uh, you know, he's got some guarding to get back to, perhaps. Maybe we should just go and do this thing first. I don't want to get on the Lord's bad side. Sparkleanius looks at you, Thaddeus, and he says, It's not good to get on the Lord's bad side, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> not one of those reverse psychology Lords, got it.
2: He's got no. one good punching
3: arm, and that's it. Oh. And it packs a wallop. Oh, I believe that. Well, then let's, uh, I guess let's go, uh,. Talk to some goblins, see where it goes. To the north. I I, I know of
2: uh, a singular goblin encampment that I've done most of my forest dealings with. We could start there. Uh, Maybe
3: they know the other goblins. We could get them to fight. It's a
2: start. It's a start. All right, all right, all right. And do any of those goblins
4: speak common by chance?
2: Oh, a, a number, a number of them do. Yes, a uh, handful. I, 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 have picked up a, a very small touch of goblin, uh, in my my dealings with them. But uh, typically, there's sort of a broken exchange of common and goblin back and forth.
0: Okay, okay,
2: goblin. See what you got with that, Gabe. <laughs>
0: <Goblin>. <laughs> Understood. Uh... Learns
2: Good. goblin cool. really quick.
0: Big. Hmm. Huh. You've got a. You've established a pigeon language.
3: I um, only know I surrender. That's it. It's the only goblin I've got. It's
0: the only goblin you yeah. need. arc! That's it. Um, Okie doke. I assume. I guess that you're just, uh, just headed out to to strike out into the woods to find this village. Is that the? Is that the plan?
2: Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think we come Sounds prepared.
0: Right. Okie doke. One thing we fully miss Gabe's mechanics corner where we uh, throw down some player goals do we want to throw down player goals now as we sort of venture out into the wilderness
2: let's do it let's do it and if any of us just uh, happen to get a goal that we've already done somehow
0: yeah if 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 we can weasel we our do. way into having already done it I will I'll sign off on that
1: I had a dream we ate potatoes and then we talked to a god. guy yeah, I mean, if
0: no you talk to a god is
2: yet, one so. though you have a check like talk to a That's god true. who would <laughs> easily be one that Actually, is true. God's
0: pretty good. Um, okay, everyone roll 2d10. Up, and then I need those numbers separately.
2: Plus, I, we talk to God all the time. He's here with
0: us. Yeah, but we you don't, don't make checks here, don't we? to... Inf- well, no, I guess you do make checks to influence what I do. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I need to inflict three different types of damage.
2: Oh, I got a 10 and a 2. I
0: forget to look at the... Uh deliberately antagonize an enemy into attacking
2: damn it the opposite of what I literally want to do which is entertaining
4: because I got the same 10 and two so that works for me
2: yes
0: yes yeah. you see you know when you get two when you get two people with the same goal we can start to make some stuff happen
2: let's bully <laughs> uh calling Mr Chekhov <laughs> you left your gun in here <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh um right, grace what'd you get I got 14. Okay, but like separately, those numbers.
1: Oh, 10 and 4. Sorry. I didn't know we were. Bunch of
0: 10s here. Burn or destroy a building. Guys, Uh, we have
2: a big focus coming into this goblin town. I need everyone to keep. (laughs) I'm (laughs) coming in to fill (laughs) it. Their hands behind their backs, tightly
3: clasped, please. I don't even think I can inflict three different types of damage.
0: You have to really think outside the box. I'm going to need to borrow someone else's
3: sword.
1: <laughs> if things go down poorly with the goblins, I am burning a building down. Well, you, have, you have insults
2: well, for psychic damage. Well, that's quite reassuring,
3: Marjorie. <laughs> you
2: could uh, pick up fire and hit someone with it for fire damage, and then you could bludgeon them with your, with your loot or your trumpet. And then harsh
4: language is a third kind of damage. Yeah. Because words are...
1: Mm-hmm. And we could you do, do,
3: do emotional, we could do
1: their emotional damage. <laughs> Expose their insecurities.
0: <laughs> Awful. Uh, well, we definitely know the mechanics certainly want one outcome. Normal so D D uh, play does
2: too, <clears throat> so we'll find out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Um Okie doke.
2: So Farbo, if if
0: helped... you said that you knew where uh you knew where this this goblin villages so i, I think know where yeah the, any, the
2: nearest by one that i have done dealings with
0: i think that's a great spot to start uh i would say then uh a survival check with advantage for tamagotchi if anyone else wants to make them as well you can but you don't get advantage
1: death to survival
2: thanks for that advantage haribo pulled a 15 i got a 23 oh hell yeah Hot diggity shit!
1: Plus five to survival, baby.
2: Get this, I've got a nineteen.
0: The one with advantage so far has done the worst. Corobo knows the worst
2: <laughs> way there. <laughs> <laughs> they just
1: we rolled We actually all split up and got there, got there first before that you. Is doesn't
3: care about <laughs> goblins anyway. Ah. Um, Tamagotchi, uh, Boston said you were holding the map upside down. Is
2: that I, true, <laughs> e- e- even if I am, which he did not neglect to point out, I do know which way I am going. I think,
3: all right. Tried, I tried Barson, to tell him, I, I owe you a gold piece. Yes,
1: <laughs> was it $100? just the five of us on this adventure, like the four of us, and then Barson? Also, always, I guess, I guess, Barson's Barson, also me. here.
0: Barson, uh, Barson then. <laughs> has uh, an ac of 11 and four hit points that's the npc for you
1: (laughs) i thought you Mm -hmm. said he could take hits
0: (laughs) he can take one one hit (laughs) he can take he can take a hit uh especially if it's (laughs) non-lethal
2: and he could take him all day with a necromancer on the team let's go
0: (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) it feels
3: different when the shoe's on the other foot (laughs)
2: <laughs> so haribo's little yurt is to the north of town i have like a little map i've kind of made here and then i would imagine that their village is like a pretty good trek to the north west
0: yes yes you uh with a 15 i think you definitely know the way there you know like the goblin route you have like gone with them on their paths and their paths sometimes have a loop-de-loop uh, just because it's the way that that works. Plus, I feel like um, the
2: paths that they've taught me are, like, for visitors, right? They're not their paths. They're the paths so that they, by the time I reach the village, they know I'm coming.
0: Marjorie and Sparkoloneus, you guys see the paths that would get you there faster. And maybe you point them out, maybe you don't. But you do know that that's what they were as you go by them. But with those those solid of roles, we uh, we follow the paths. We only see, you know... Butterflies and insects and turtles and you know smaller smaller creatures. If we wanted to stop and gather herbs, maybe we find some herbs. Uh, those those sorts of things. And we make our way to the spot where M where where Tamagotchi Hi, recalls that uh, that the goblin village was. Uh, what were your dealings with the goblins?
2: My dealings with the goblins were. I mean, just, like, friendship dealings. At first, it was, like, becoming uh, on a friendly, like, acquainted term with them because at first they're just aggressive. But I know that that may not be the case all the time. Like, in their own village, they're not aggressive towards each other, Harbo imagines. So he's, like, gotten to know them. Uh, mostly for a little bit of, like, more knowledge on the woods, the plants, the animals, etc. Like, they've taught me a lot about the the woodlands. I do a little bit of trading with them from with like town stuff that they need, metals from towns or
0: whatnot. Do you have like a like a specific point of contact goblin that you you are most acquainted with? Like uh, yeah. a regular attendee at your tea parties or yeah, you know, you have yeah, a...
2: yeah, yeah. My first friend in the goblin village, his name is uh Koryak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I know where his where Koryak's hut is, but I imagine that as we stroll up to this village that there's a different thing. I know. section checks, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bel K-O-R apostrophe Y A K.
1: I got a twenty. Not natural.
0: Sixteen. Seven. Sixteen <laughs> over here. Damn, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. single <laughs> single digit Thad out there. <laughs> nah. <I don't. laughs> This is not his strong
4: suit—the whole negotiating thing. That's he, not it's, why true. He's it's true. He's, he's, it's true. We're just
0: the... waiting for the yeah. the breakdown of the negotiations here. Okay, you are coming up on on the thought. Where your memory says the village is, and it's uh, it's too quiet. It's not like quiet because it's still like forest sounds, um, but no goblin sounds. And goblins in their own community are not quiet uh they are very uh very talkative even if most of the talking is arguments
2: as we approach the the outside of like do they have like is this a walled community
0: okay as we approach this is a this is some some rough buildings and a clearing kind of a community
2: okay okay Uh, as we approach is there any signs of like movement or life like fires or no okay no I warned my group you... that uh, this is uh, s- certainly not normal, especially for this group. They are a loud bunch. I was starting to feel a little nervous earlier, but yes, Marge- Marjorie.
1: Oh no! So this was this is just to remember. I yes, got a twenty. Grace. Do I not? Did I not? To perceive anything?
0: Oh, do you want you quiet? want extra extra goodies for your for your special number?
2: Yeah. Uh, excuse me, DM. I rolled good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you might be forgetting.
1: Sorry, is that rude? You know I what? Don't know.
3: You know No,
2: you're
1: right. No, you're right. I love
3: you're
2: it.
0: Right. I, I, I love it. 100%. Uh, if
3: see.
0: you think
2: you did something cool and you rolled a good number, you make sure Give you me... did something cool.
0: <laughs> I say, Give yeah, me no, why and Marjorie says, "Here's I, I recall too as a player that I am definitely the kind of player to be a nuisance uh, if I think I deserve something." <laughs> um
2: This man will so beat please. around the bush with 10 questions to get his yes. <laughs>
0: It's better than please, me. I'm just a uh, general nuisance. Please do the same thing to me. We'll get to your extra thing. I'm not done describing. The, thus far, I've gotten to say it's too quiet and there's no feet people. <laughs> um, you come out into uh, into the clearing, and, and most of what you see is that this this community seems to have been subjected to some form of raid. Uh, where there were once perhaps five uh rough huts, maybe there are two now standing. one one has been uh one has been burned and it looks like the other two have been like pushed over or or knocked down in in some way. The central campfire is sort of scattered around. you know, there are no bodies. I think. I think that's the the big interesting thing beyond the general dis- destruction is that there aren't any uh, there aren't any corpses, despite there being some signs of, of violence. Uh um, goes running in. Marjorie, you see, I think as a as an urchin, your first instinct is to do the perimeter. So you're like going around the edge of the of the clearing and you with your 20 spot rag marks. Over to one side of the clearing. Lots of them. Yeah. Okay, Haribo goes I'm running hard.
2: in. Uh Harbo is looking around for any any goblin from this village that he can help, because this looks like a problem and he knows the people well enough that even if they see his face and don't love him, maybe there'll be some sort of acquaintance here, you know?
0: A friendly face is a friendly face. Uh what Indeed. I really want from you is an act under pressure role, but um Let's see. It's just like cuz you're trying to you're trying to help. You're trying to like run in and look around and and, and
2: investigation maybe, athletics maybe medicine Medicine?
0: I That's think it's a it wisdom v- roll.
2: Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's well. It doesn't it's going to be a 6. Cool.
0: Ah. Every, everyone else, anyone else who wants to make checks in this space? Uh now we have a space to make checks in. Uh think- Tamagachi you uh run one of the huts that has been pushed down does belong to uh Konjac or whatever uh cognac? K- Koryak. Cognac? Koryak. Koryak. Cognac is something yes.
1: real, right?
0: Cognac Kony- Kon- is a is a brandy. Uh Konjac might be some sort of a meat product I thought, but cognac is a name for a goblin that m koriak um
2: Horiac.
0: Horiac. I will for R. sure
2: forget my next session, so hopefully uh, my notes have it down. Well, right? we've, we've said it. We've said it Mark a lot. Polonius has got oh, it
3: written yeah.
1: down in my do. it, Are we supposed to be writing things down? No,
2: it's just for your own notes if you want them.
0: It's as much or as little notes as you want. You know, I write things down now, and then I listen to the episode a few more times, and I write more things down. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes oh. I look at them. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah one of the huts that has been pushed over is Koryak's hut and so you're sort of overwhelmed with the possibility that it was pushed down on top of him and so you run in sort of a little uh, a little panicked mm-hmm. and are just like trying to rifle through this collection of of boards yes 100% uh, anyone else anyone else have things they want to do here in the clearing
2: I think uh, Barson and Sparkolonius are going to just sort of keep an eye out in the middle of the clearing. Like, we're just going to kind of circle around. That's the nice thing about having an NPC with me. We could watch each other's backs, you know. So we're just kind of moving in a little tight circle in the center of the town. Um, And I think that is going to be another perception check, unless you want to just take that 16 I rolled a minute ago.
0: I would sort of want it to be like an investigation check sure. or a perception check that is looking for something. Like, I want to know what it is that you're trying to find out here in
2: this Movement. Moment.
0: The presence spying of spying eyes. Oh, okay. You're trying to see if you're being watched right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If it's, uh, actually I
2: don't have either of those tags, so it's just a flat 16.
0: Flat 16, call it 17 with for, because Barson's also there. Perfect. Thanks, um, Barson. Yeah, he's he's worth one. Um, <laughs> carrying his weight doesn't weigh a lot. I'm gonna disappoint you. <laughs> uh, Barson says, uh, well, I don't see anything here, boss. I'm just gonna, I'm, I think I'm just gonna sit down now. Uh, this was a lot of walking for old Barson. Um,
3: that's all right, Barson. Just um, you know, don't sit me where
0: dangerous. I think what you see as far as like you're not being watched right now, but you do see from just sort of casting around you see that while this clearing is pretty secluded from like ground level uh, there are a few different spots um like up on up on sort of higher ground on hillsides and things that can see into this clearing. Um, so it's not perhaps as secluded as the goblins might have thought um you know they were they were, better targets than perhaps uh, they originally intended to be here.
1: I would like to follow the drag marks, please.
0: Okay. Make an investigation check of these drag marks.
1: That will be a 14. Okay.
0: The drag marks are... They're made, I think, from like... I want to say sledges or like you know, larger, larger implements that are, are being, being pulled. Uh, the, the footprints here that surround the drag marks are, um, like work boots. The, the phrase hobnail boots comes to mind, but I don't actually know what that refers to. So I, I don't know <laughs> if that's to like helpful or distinctive. It. <laughs> yeah, it does. It just sort of pops up. I'm thinking like like uh, sort of military footwear, but like what that means in this world is hard to to pin down. Like as you're as you follow these tracks, and I think what you're doing uh, is not you're not following them into the woods. You're following them from this spot on the perimeter into the center of the clearing. And what you're seeing with these tracks, I think the the watchword of the day is efficiency. Like it seems like they they dovetail into one single row that leaves the clearing at this spot whatever happened here was done precisely and in a well-organized way i think either either an insight or a survival check could sort of lead you in a direction there um there are well i have a plus
1: five to survival so let me survey
0: uh haribo has been digging through
2: this uh the the remains of koryak's uh hut and uh he says i don't uh oh he starts to come down he says i don't uh i'm not finding any any evidence of uh koryak and i imagine i'm not finding any evidence of koryak i should say before i say that i'm not okay i'm not finding any evidence of koryak here
0: uh you rolled a six right
2: on my medicine check yeah 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 to like come yeah, find i victims. mean i
0: think do you have investigation as a, uh, uh, for efficient skill? Yes. Okay, I think, yeah, give, give that a shot as well. I don't want to leave you high and dry there for just a medicine check.
2: No, leave me high and dry, because I also got a six on that. I'm overwhelmed oh, okay. well, with
0: grief. My get, friend. Get stuffed. you he was a much better <laughs> friend than we thought. Uh, Shit. um, <laughs> Okay, uh, Thaddeus, what do you make of this? Have you, who, have you been following anyone's anyone's investigation in particular? You've been doing your I've own thing. Mostly been watching Marjorie's
4: because she's following the drag marks. So he would come over and add his perception check to the boot tracks to look at combat skills to look at recognizable footprints.
2: Ooh, yeah. Uh,
1: so I also got a nineteen on my survival check when I was surveying the clearing.
4: But apparently his heart's not in it because he got a 12. Oh.
1: <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, he's a goblin. Like, like, I
4: think he's me. still convinced that he may be being punished by being sent with this group.
2: <laughs> I with Fair. What did he do to be punished?
4: <laughs> I don't know where, how he made the Lord mad that the Lord said, you go with these people.
1: He <laughs> just put off some vibe, I guess. That's what he's yeah. distracted by this whole
2: time. It's like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Every time we fuck him, he's like these guys. I know I said I wanted to adventure, but this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous.
1: Because <laughs> Haribo's just weeping in the yurt, and Barson's sitting. <laughs> oh boy. Okay.
0: Think with a with a survival check. What what you sort of suss out here is this is um, not many groups are going to raid efficiently and also take captives between those two bits of information your first guess is uh is something along the lines of hobgoblins they are uh they're known for taking captives and for being militaristic and expansionary they're a little perhaps a little strange to see signs of them out here without having been given some sort of heads up uh, they aren't known for being particularly uh, clandestine uh, or they don't they don't fly under the radar very well
2: orbo's mad now he's ready to instigate a fucking fight
1: he murdered um, his friend Cor- Cor- Koryak Koryak.
2: <laughs> no, uh, it's it's Koryak. It took me a we're long time get, to say it right too.
3: We're gonna get revenge <laughs> for cor, cor cormorant. No, Koryak. <laughs> took me a while to get it too. We're gonna
0: we're gonna avenge
1: No,
2: nope. yes, it's uh, Thank Koryak. Thank you, Boston.
1: <laughs> we won't let Carmichael die in vain. I, uh,
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think this whole bit, I think this whole bit also technically qualifies as a callback because we do this all the time. It's my favorite bit. I was gonna do a bit where like even if it was said right, I was gonna be like, no, you're not saying it right. You know, like how a lot of people do with like their names already, but then you yeah, we'll, ruined we'll, that for we'll, me by we'll just never taking it, right. it away from me. Yep.
1: yep. <laughs> we sure did.
0: <laughs> and you'll never know whether we're doing it on accident or on well, purpose hmm. So <laughs> it seems like that. We have a pretty
3: good idea of perhaps who did this, but is it too organized? Is did the is it made to look like it's this, or am my I thinking
1: too hard? That was me. My survival check tells me it might be hobgoblins. Mhm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I have not. I will say that no one, no organized one organized uh, the hobgoblins. Other than Haribo, no one has really had a like a thorough inspection of any of the dwellings.
2: Uh, oh, I have not I, seen we'll hobgoblins uh, traipsing about oh, these woods nearly as much as the goblins. So this oh,
1: I got a natural 20. Find right. well, look, it. After.
3: Well, then you look at the
1: You find what wasn't there but is now awesome. there.
2: <laughs> My eyes are real good. <laughs> Turns out the goblins are safe.
4: Oh,
2: look, I found <laughs> them the They're <laughs> all in here. I found them. But you you <laughs> not look over here,
1: Haribo. No. I mean, they're right here.
2: They were dragging kegs because it's a party. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. They're
0: all left to go to their mountain party. Okay. Killing
1: it with these rolls, hell yeah. Good purple. You you you're
0: you're killing it. It's Way good, to move. The rest plot of us are here. not.
1: It's all my but well, the, this was a natural, but I'm bonuses.
0: Okay. You uh you searched through the the standing uh, hut here inside of this hut is some rudimentary furniture some of it is uh some of it is smashed you see like partially busted uh crates and and barrels um and as you're searching through one of these crates you find like a like a placemat menu from sylvana's inn and tavern and on the, on the back of this placemat is written a like an account of the from the like the village elder, I guess. It is just like a dense scrawl of goblin written on the back of this,, uh, we're gonna call it a menu now, written on the back of this menu. Uh, I don't think any of you can read Goblin, but there, there's a lot of words in Goblin now here.
1: Okay, I uh, I hold up the menu uh, and show it to Do any of these uh, these words look familiar to you or anything jump out? with goblin?
2: Is that perception or just like a wisdom situation on which Trying to make a I'm trying to see yeah if any of the words do jump out to me if if I can't read the whole thing cuz I probably couldn't. After speaking to them long enough, I feel like maybe I can pick out some words even if it's at uh, like, you know, first grade understanding. Insight.
0: Insight I think is the skill here. Insight
2: is the skill here. Uh that would be a natural one.
1: Ah uh, beans.
2: You are really distraught. I can't read it through the <laughs> tears in my eyes. Many
1: <laughs> tears. Oh, yes. Yeah! <laughs> <No! laughs> i take i take the paper back before he gets it wet gets it wet, tears. yeah for sure.
0: <laughs> i was i was literally about to ruin it with his tears so that's a good call i
1: snatched it back see i sibling read your mind i know the devious tricks
0: <laughs> what do i do with this
1: thing i can't read <laughs> are there any doodles or is it just words Maybe they're visual learners. You know, Korak was Not- an
2: acquaintance, but through a series of failed worlds, he's become probably my best friend in this entire campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm worried about him.
1: Yes, the plot has changed. <laughs> Korak.
0: <laughs> on, on the side with all of the text, no drawings, no doodles, no nothing. On the, the side with the menu options, there is a rough doodle. It's how do I go about
1: um doodle. doodle! Live action. Live action. Live action doodle. draw it. <laughs> it's perfect for audio. Show us your doodle. <laughs> <laughs> talk,
0: talk to us about what you're doodling.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dungeons, drive and Dice A Wider World is DM'd by Gabe Stringer. The players in this episode are Lawrence Jennings as Sparkalonius, Grace Stringer as Marjorie Ridgeback. Mike Harrison as Thaddeus Ofkut, and myself, M. Williams, as Haribo Tamagachi. Thanks for joining us for episode three of A Wider World. Make sure you follow the podcast and leave us a rating wherever you're listening in from. We really do appreciate all the support and new listeners that have come on board this season. If you enjoy what you heard here, might I suggest you listen to the season before this one, Children of the Stars. Grim, dark, and set in the 40k universe, it's filled with laughs, jokes, and careless executions. If you want to stay up to date on all of the excess supplemental material we create for D&D 5E, go out and follow us on Instagram at ddadpod or ddadpod, or even on the Patreon, where members can access our entire catalog of items or even our first season of the podcast, Delta Dawn, at patreon.com backslash ddadpodcast. That's patreon.com backslash ddadpodcast. Next episode will be up February 22nd, folks. We'll see you then.
0: To be fair <laughs> in the last chapter, I think everyone got through it thinking that I had said that M was required to take trap damage. Um,
1: <laughs> was he not?
0: <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> it was with a T, trap damage. I, don't I know, know it was to
2: trap damage. Get a the whole joke. Time. You really? Yeah, had, I, mean, whoa, I, I was joking with you on when that one bit. I am surprised that you thought I fully I had believed to take
1: it. I fully believed it that you had to shit your pants. <laughs> I, I thought that I had
0: clarified correctly, but when I went back and listened to it uh, twice in the last couple of days, both times I was like, he did say crap damage, didn't he? It sounds like crap damage. That's uh, funny. Crap.